Hello, you beautiful bitches and bastards, and welcome to the B&B Show, the podcast where two friends with different tastes and fiction come together to riff on each other's choice favorites. I am your host, Will Ferris, and alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Sam. That explains the laser raptor Lowry. (laughs) And tonight, because of life and COVID and just all other kinds of bullshittery, we've decided to take a break from our current format and readjust so that we continue to give the five of you that listen in the content that you crave. So tonight's episode was going to be AVP, uh, a love letter of a film to all you 80s action alien murder film lovers. But instead, we're going to focus on what some have called a modern internet movie classic, a cult film that already has a sequel in the works, and that is the 2015 short film, Kung Fury. Uh, now, when I mentioned this being our topic for tonight's episode, you had indicated that you may have seen it before. So, Sam, do you have any background with Kung Fury that you can tell the listeners? Okay, so I've seen the music video for this. <laughs> okay. Uh, probably in 2015 when it happened, uh, because I was in a group of friends who loved ridiculousness. And it has uh, David Hasselhoff in it. He's the oh, yeah. singer of the song. So I had seen that. I don't. I think they tried to convince me to watch the short at the time, and I was like, I'm not watching whatever bullshit is in this whole short. Like that was enough for me. Um, but that was my only relationship to it is that I had seen the music video related to this. Yeah, I'm kind of there. I've never actually. Seen- saw this thing when it first came out um i actually just started i just watched this movie for the first time last month and it's because i came across the music video like you said uh you know just one of those stupid internet ads that pop up on facebook and i was like david hasselhoff singing i gotta listen to this just to see what it's like and if you haven't seen the music video you need to because it's got its own type of epicness to it uh, and when I found out that this was a movie and it was on YouTube for free, I'm not going to lie, it was probably some of the best 30 minutes of 2020 that happened because that year sucked. And it continues to drag into 2021, so it's great. Yep, the world's on fire constantly, it seems. Yes, but uh, in two days we have a good thing happening, so there's that. We do. We're film. We're recording this before the inauguration. Uh, hopefully, this ages well, and we can be happy that it happens. <laughs> yeah. Though we have no way of knowing if psychopaths are going to show up or do something crazy, but we're going to hope that good things are happening. Exactly. Um, so just a quick breakdown of Kung Fury's production before we jump into the film. I'm very uh, interested Fu- to hear this, by the way. <laughs> the breakdown or the film? The the production. I'm like, um, as I was watching this, I was like, why did this happen? <laughs> so Kung Fury started out as a Kickstarter in 2013 after writer-director David Sandberg, who also plays the titular Kung Fury, created an initial trailer for the film in 2020 using $5,000 of his own money. Uh, The campaign ended with over $600,000 sourced through 18,000 backers. Um, And the entire film was shot against a green screen screen for cost-saving measures, which is very apparent in a lot of different scenes. Um, As of today, the film has over 36 million views on YouTube. Um, In 2016, Sandberg announced that a sequel, Kung Fury 2, the movie, was in the early stages of production, but as of today, a release date date has yet to be announced. But he's got, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff, and, like, 
like big name people like michael fassbender is going to be in the sequel yeah is it still going to be a short or is he thinking it's going to be a feature-length production i think it's going to be like a feature-length this time oh my god (laughs) which i don't know how you can make this a feature-length because i know it's great for me it's great i don't know your reaction yet but 30 minutes was a lot of this movie (laughs) yeah i feel like you need to do cocaine before you watch this I've never done cocaine personally, but it feels like it has uh, some bearings in the cocaine world. I mean, it, it could help. It could yeah, help. I'm sure any amount of drugs could help. <laughs> so with all that out of the way, let's get into this. Let's um, the movie starts and we immediately jump into the action and it really doesn't stop. We are introduced to Miami, 1985, with the Sinister Skyline view. We see a police officer stop a trio of thugs with guns. And when he asks if they have a permit for those guns, one of them, in an act of physics breaking, sends the patrol car flying with a skateboard. And together the thugs shoot up the patrol car and blow it up. Immediately upon watching the first part of this, I was like, is this Grand Theft Auto? What is happening? <laughs> well, I mean, it pretty much is. It, it is a video game. Like It's like that Ryan Reynolds movie that came out like last year or is coming out this year where he's a video game character. It's literally just living in a video game. Yeah, it feels like that, listeners. We then flash over to an arcade, and a random guy with a boombox is killed, and his boombox jumps into the killer's hands like it's a video game literally just like what we said um inside the arcade two guys are playing a laser unicorns game and after losing they smash it and say fuck this game uh this angers the arcade and it causes it to transform into like a mecha type thing um and the arcade kills one of the dudes and jumps out of the building and onto the streets where it begins just slaughtering random citizens he was my favorite Uh, character in the in the short film (laughs) The arcade machine? Yeah, the arcade game that was just killing people. I was like, this is fun. I I love this. Uh, The police arrive, but the arcade is too much for them. One calls for backup. Uh, He calls for Kung Fury before he gets 86 by the machine himself. Um, We then flash to a building... We are then introduced to our hero of the film, Kung Fury, who is hanging out with, from what I've seen on the internet from synopsis, is his, it's his wife, but it's never explained who she is, just a chick. But everybody I've seen give a synopsis say it's his wife. So I'm just going to say that. Um, and I have to say that, yep, that's my bicep line. It's pretty legendary. I'm sorry. That was hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the dialogue in this. Oh, no. It's not good. I was just like, what is happening the whole time? I was like, I don't, I did not have enough caffeine for this. I'm not matching this film's energy. Yeah, you got to be awake for this film. That's true. Um, (laughs) Kung Fury gets the call and immediately jumps into action to do his job. And in an epic scene, he jumps through a wall, leaps off the building, and he shoots his car to open the door before he speeds off to fight the arcade machine. Uh, meanwhile, speaking of the arcade, <laughs> it's still causing havoc on the streets. And I wrote a note here, see flipping off dog. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, Kung Fury ramps his car towards the arcade and he shoots the mecha from the roof to let the dog go. An epic battle between Kung Fury and the arcade begins on the streets of Miami 
and through the air on a helicopter on top of a skyscraper and even in space, uh, which is all interspersed with 80s video tracking so we don't get to see all the action, which obviously is a cost-saving measure. Uh, Kung Fury finally gets the win and the arcade is destroyed. We get the awesome dude. Then we get the awesome dude walking away from the explosion scene because it's an '80s film set. <clears throat> we are then told Kung Fury's backstory. Years ago, he was just a street cop who had a partner named Dragon, which is pretty epic. And one night, Fury and Dragon were trailing a red kung fu master on the streets of Miami. They were able to arrest him, and afterwards, Dragon encouraged Fury, saying he was the best partner he ever had. Fury states Dragon was like a father to him, but before they know what happens, the Red Kung Fu Master slices Dragon clean in half, and Fury could tell that he was dead straight off. Yeah, being <laughs> sliced clean in half usually does that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before Fury could shoot the Kung Fu Master, he was struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra at the same time. Afterwards, Fury is shown a Every time I say a part of this movie, I can just see Sam just shaking her head in disbelief as I'm going through the plot of this movie because this legitimately happens in this film. Yeah, it does. I can back him up on this. I still can't believe that it does, but it does. And that's not even the weirdest part, you guys. No, no. We haven't gotten to the weirdest part of this film yet. <laughs> um, afterwards, Fury is shown a flashback of ancient Shaolin where he sees a prophecy of a new form of Kung Fu called Kung Fury, and only the chosen one can master this art. Uh, when Fury awakens, the Kung Fu master is running right at him with a sword in hand. Fury states that he can feel the mutation take over his body, and he's able to easily beat the red Kung Fu master who is sent flying into a wall. Uh, the Kung Fu master understands that Fury is the chosen one, and Fury is able to beat the red Kung Fu master with ease. Knock, knock, joke included. Uh... <laughs> Fury throws him into an oil truck causing a massive explosion and he does an awesome split move when this happens and afterwards he takes a piece of red cloth as a memento and decides to use a kung fu to stop crime and become the best cop in the world we are then treated to an awesome 80s opening uh, we then see an awesome Terminator like scene of a man who appears on the streets of Miami via a lightning bolt uh, then we cut to the next day at the police department. Chief McNichols blames Fury for not following the rules and completely destroying too many city blocks, $50 million in damages in total, which is a lot. Uh, Fury states that he got the job done and stopped the arcade, but the chief doesn't care and wants Fury to play by the book. He tells Fury that he's going to get a new partner, which Fury states he works alone. We are then introduced to Triceratops, which is like it sounds, a cop who is a Triceratops. Who's also one like, of my favorite characters. And <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what? But I grew to love him like very most, quickly. And he's the most eloquently spoken person in this movie too. Yeah, he is. he's a classy guy. That Triceratops. Oh, <laughs> Damn it, Triceratops. Oh God. Uh, Fury, Fury states he works alone after Dragon's death and quicks the force instead and throws down his badge. Uh, we, then <laughs> we then flash to the docks of Miami. The man from earlier, who appears to be Adolf Hitler and somehow traveled through time, 
uh, steals a phone and calls the police department because he knows how to use technology from the future. Uh, <laughs> it's a time travel film. You just got to let it Yeah, work. sure. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks with the chief, and when Hitler gets confirmation that he is, in fact, talking with the police, he begins to shoot up the station via the phone and somehow kills several of Fury's former co-workers. With, via a dancing phone, it's mental. It's mental. Uh, <laughs> Fury is able to shoot the phone and stop it. He then demands someone track the call, to which a cop tells him that's impossible. We then hear someone from behind say, not for me, it isn't. And then oh. we are introduced... <laughs> we are introduced to my favorite character in this film, Hacker Man, the most powerful hacker of all time. <laughs> that sounds like a plot point in a comedy movie. It does. Hacker Man. And hacker Man. Um, let's see. Hacker, is a, hacker Man is able to find Hitler, and Fury states that Hitler is the worst criminal of all time, which, to be fair, is true. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then I love this line is like, do you know him, boss? Like, really, bro? <laughs> yeah, he's Hitler, so we figured him out at this point. <laughs> Also, I it still took it was till the end of the movie before I had caught up with the fact that Hitler was in fact the final boss. I was like, yeah. "Really? Fucking Hitler is here?" It was it was a lot for me in thirty minutes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, Fury goes into Hitler's backstory. In the 40s, Hitler was obsessed with becoming the chosen one of Kung Fu Mastery, going so far as to call himself Kung Fuhrer. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, it was perfect. It was great. Uh, Hitler experimented for years. Hitler experimented for years to try to create the perfect Kung Fu Master for himself to for himself the best and claimed the Kung Fury legend for himself. But the experiments always failed in the most gory of ways possible, which I assume Sam liked because there's a lot of blood there. So, yeah. I did respect uh, the amount of gore that we got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fury states that Hitler disappeared from the face of the earth and no one knows why. Uh, Fury states that Hitler has come to the future to beat him so that he can become Kung Fury himself. <clears throat> Kung Fury states that he's going to do his job and go back in time to Nazi Germany and stop Hitler once and for all, instead of just fighting Hitler in the present, where he clearly is. Again, I, I have no, I was not caught up. I was still like, why are we going into the past? And that, I only get more confused in the next couple of minutes. <laughs> right, yeah, because we're only halfway through this movie. Uh, <laughs> Hackerman states that he may be able to hack time to send Fury back to battle Hitler. Uh, Fury rides a keyboard into a time portal and vanishes. During the process, a glitch happens, sending Fury further back in time to the Viking Age, where there were apparently dinosaurs that still roamed the Earth. Uh, Fury meets the... <laughs> I know. The, <laughs> the, meets the Viking Valkyrie, Barbariana, who somehow also has a machine gun. And this is where we get my favorite line of the movie, and it's Sam's quote that I put on her name, and that explains the laser raptor. I mean, that's just amazing. I laughed so hard when I heard that the first time. I was it was like six in the morning when I first watched this movie, so it makes sense why I laughed at that line. I at this point I was like, I don't I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I was like, I know we're supposed to kill Hitler. I don't know why we're here. I don't know why 
I think Thor shows up in a minute, and I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason, we went to the Viking Age, which, like, there's not, like, a set time for that. So it's just, like, any time between, like, 580 and 880. So we don't really know where we're at time-wise. Um, but Barbariana has Fury leave with Katana who is another Valkyrie, uh, to a place where he might get some help in stopping Hitler. Katana asks Fury who he is, to which Fury explains his story, and Katana somehow completely understands what he's talking about. Um, he says, um, She says that there may be someone that can help Fury get to Nazi Germany. So Katana calls on the god Thor, who appears giant in the distance in front of Fury and Katana. And Thor is a pretty chill, cool dude, and he has what Fury says are epic pecs. Um, He's not played by Chris Hemsworth in this one, though, you guys. No, He's this is like... a guy that played Thor. This is like C-tier Thor. This is not A-tier Thor, let's be real. <clears throat> Thor is able to send Fury into the future to Nazi Germany and kill Hitler. Um, I like how this is a really big no deal for them. As time travel lover, I both love and hate that. It's just like, it's never explained away how this works. I listened to a podcast recently that kind of talked about time travel as a thing. And one of the hosts is like, it's my favorite in a science fiction movie when they don't fuck with trying to explain it. It just is a thing that happens and you move on. And I think that's the only way that this 30 minute film could work because we ain't got no time to explain time travel. They're just like, Thor's here. And now you're, now you're fighting Hitler. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you put it that way, that, that explains it without explaining it. That makes I like that better. Uh, I lost my place. I'm so sorry. Um, Barbariana is sad that Fury is leaving, so Fury decides to give her his phone number. <laughs> we are treated to one of the best scenes where Fury goes all infomercial on Barbariana <laughs> about the phone. He doesn't all give her a phone number. He gives her a phone. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> But it's like super high-tech phone. It's like the best of the 80s has to offer. Let's be real here. True. So in Nazi Germany, we get a scene of two guards bickering back and forth about their mustaches. I know. It's amazing though. Like it's straight up bullying the other one. And they both have Hitler mustaches. And it doesn't work on either one of them, but one of them is just straight up mean to the other guy and makes him cry. <laughs> like, oh, you're going to cry now? Oh, you're going to cry now? Anyway, so <laughs> Fury then arrives and kills the two guards with a tank, tank you included. Um, Hitler is giving a large speech to all his followers who are just digging it way too much, like a Trumper at a Trump rally. Um, Fury arrives and is able to single-handedly take down dozens of Hitler's soldiers with his Kung Fu skills. It's a pretty epic video game fight scene. I mean, he uses the dude's arm as a propeller to fly around and shoot Nazis. That's just mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, best quotes here, I'm disarming you before he pulls the dude's arm off. Hey. And you don't, you don't need that spine. It's holding you back before ripping a dude's spine out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We're almost done. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I here that I thought Hitler was like a really fun character. <laughs> like, well, it's because 
I forget which one he is. I forget which one he is, but he's played by one of the guys from the Lonely Island Club. Oh, okay. Because I was like, he's, he's, you know, he's an actor that took this role and ran Mm -hmm. with it. (laughs) So, like, at Comic-Con, at their panel, they all dressed up except for that actor. He did not go to Comic-Con dressed as Hitler. Everybody else was in character. That's a great (laughs) He's very smart. Yeah, you definitely can't do that. You can't show up dressed as a fucking genocidal asshole. It's true. It's very true. So... Uh, Fury is suddenly gunned down by a Gatling gun hidden in Hitler's podium. We all, when all seems lost, Thor, Hackerman, Triceracop, Barbariana, Katana, and just the T-Rex all appear via time hacking, like a scene right out of the Avengers to help Fury out. Um, Hackerman is able to transform into a mecha version of himself, just because. And the battle begins between Fury's squad and the Nazi army. And... This is some of the most outlandish shit I've ever seen, not going to lie. Fury Squad is able to beat the Nazis, and they surround Hitler, who activates his robotic Reichensadler? I'm going to say that wrong. um, That big fucking gold eagle statue thing. And it begins to battle the T-Rex. We are then treated to the afterlife, as Kung Fury is presented with this universe's version of heaven. Fury, having none of it, threatens his spirit animal, a cobra, to send him back because he's a cub, and his spirit animal's holding him back from justice. And just before he's able to fight the cobra, Hackerman is able to revive him by hacking his wounds, is really what he says, I guess. Um, (laughs) uh, Fury and Hitler have a standoff. Hitler tries to get out of fighting Fury, but is easily bested by him. Fury uppercuts Hitler into the testicles before Thor literally drops the hammer on him and his robotic eagle. Fury reconciles with Triceracops, Triceracop, and everyone celebrates their victory. Because damn it, he loves them. Um, Fury states that he needs to head back to the office because this is going to be a hell of a lot of paperwork, to which everyone laughs. And Sam just rolled her eyes at that. Yeah, time. and Sam made an eye roll <laughs> for that. <laughs> Uh, so back in Miami, Fury once again battles Sam's favorite character, the arcade machine, from the film's opening. We get an epic David Hasselhoff cameo as the as the Hoff Nine Thousand. Um, Fury, ends, you guys, yeah, yes. Fury then sees a swastika printed on the arcade, and realizes he's seen the symbol before. Suddenly, Hitler and the Reichensadler appear in the future once again, vowing vengeance on Fury. Fury suddenly realizes that he must battle Hitler all over again. End movie. Lots so what'd of, you <laughs> lots of Hitler battling in this? Lots of Hitler battling. So what'd you think? So <laughs> honest opinion. I thought it was a fun watch. Uh, okay. I think it would benefit from a long form, probably because you could really kind of suss out some of the comedy that I think it's prone to as a piece. Uh, I like the, I like the weird characters like Triceracop and fucking Thor, uh, you know, Um, I will say honorable mention to a kill where a guy gets like thrown at the stage that Hitler is speaking on and his body lands like all broken and shitty looking like a swastika, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, I didn't 
didn't like it as much as the other two things that I watched for okay. for the podcast. I gotcha. uh, it was a little bit. I think it's more you than me. Okay. Would you watch the sequel film? It depends on if it's a short again or if it's a long form film. If it's a if it's like an hour and thirty minute movie, I would at least try it. Okay. I think that adds some. I want some character development. I want to know about Triceratops' wife. I want to know about these characters. Triceratops is essentially like Al from uh, Die Hard. He's like the cop that helps out the main character. That's what he is. Yeah, I'm, I I'm here for that. I thought it was a good short. I I thought it was mental. This was going to be an episode for the podcast in any way, regardless of the format change. Um, I think you're right. I think it could use a little bit more exposition in the story with the characters and all that kind of stuff and it could it could benefit from a little bit more time or you could just make it shorter and just make it even wackier i think both ways would be good for it uh i would totally watch the sequel when and if it ever releases and uh yeah i would uh, i literally watched this to write this stuff down and i watched this right before we got on on this call so obviously i enjoyed it so and i, I would watch it again um for me, it's a it's a four out of five. For me, I would say it's a three out of five. Okay, I, it's not bad. I thought it was good for what it was. It's not really my thing. I think it's pretty well made, and they 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 fucking tried some things <clears throat> for sure. So they that's did. good for them. So I wouldn't give it like a low score, and I wouldn't give it a high score. It's just right in the middle for me. That works. Well, so. That's where we have. That's where we're gonna leave off here with Kung Fury. Um, I don't really have an ending for these shorts yet, so I don't really know how to wrap this up. No, yet. but we're recording three things in a row right now, so we can definitely tell you what you're gonna hear next. Yeah. So, what you guys are gonna hear for your next episode of your B and B Indulgence is going to be the Netflix anthology series Love, Death, and Robots, uh, particularly episode seven. Uh, Beyond the Aquila Rift. Um, if you haven't seen it yet uh, and you want to watch it for the podcast before we dive into it, I would recommend it. And then we will meet you guys back next week or whenever Sam decides to post it. Probably next week. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right. Well, then. Until then, uh, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. This is the B&B &B Show. See you, bitches. See ya.